She's a seasoned HR professional with hands-on experience in designing and executing talent management and organizational development projects for large and mid-sized organizations. She has demonstrated a history of working in the hospitality, food, BFSI, and IT sector, currently working as HRBP for sales. She has completed an MBA from Dublin Business School, Ireland, with major in human resources. In today's episode, let's get insights around performance appraisal discussions. I'm sure it is the topic which everybody is curious to know. So we are going to get insights around performance appraisal discussions from Nikita Gupta. Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. In case if you have tuned into our podcast for the first time, you have missed a lot of stuff because we have covered a gamut of topics, which is going to help every professional students, IT employee, as well as entrepreneurs to shape their careers, as well as lives. But don't worry. All our previous episodes are available on your favorite podcast listening platform as well as on YouTube. In case if you have not rated our podcast on Apple, please provide your rating and leave a positive review. Because every rating and review will motivate us to bring in more and more content to you. This is your host Navin Samala and I have about 18 years of rich and diverse experience in the IT industry and in every episode we interact with thought leaders, industry experts, academicians, entrepreneurs, or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. So stay tuned till the end. You will acquire more knowledge for every minute by listening to TGV than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for tuning in. So folks, one of the most coveted topics in the industry today, irrespective of whether it is IT or BFSI, retail or sales, any domain you take, people are concerned about appraisal discussions. So for some of them who are very well prepared, performance appraisal discussions are a cakewalk. But for a few of them, butterflies start running in the stomach. Likewise, there are so many facets of this performance appraisal discussions and there are so many myths as well about why these performance appraisals are being done, so on and so forth. So today we are going to unleash the topic of performance appraisal discussions and we are extremely pleased to have Nikita, part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Nikita, welcome to TGV. So, hey, hi, Naveen. Uh, thank you for having me here. Definitely what you folks are doing is a, is a great thing. And I'm equally excited to be a part of your journey. So, yes, let's get started. Fabulous. So, Nikita, let's talk with your career journey. And maybe you can highlight top three things that have helped you so far. Great. So, uh, to talk about my career journey, I began my career as a hotelier, which was back in 2008. I got opportunity to work with some of the elite hotel chains. And I was doing very uh, good in my career in hotels. My learning curve was pretty decent, I would say. And bam, that is where I got an opportunity to do my MBA. And uh, I flew across the globe to and landed to Ireland. That is where I did my MBA from. And that was the first time 
uh, where I started learning about human resources. And uh, as people, you know, very fondly say that, what does HR do apart from making rangolis? And that's where I learned what HR does apart from making rangolis. So that's where it all began. Top three things that have helped me so far to start with, um, I think, uh, guidance and support from my family. That has been a very big constant in my life so far. And I'm really thankful for my family for always guiding me and supporting me. The second thing is I always had this urge to learn something new uh, every day, uh, be it professionally or personally. So I think that is another thing which has helped me so far. And then uh, passion. I mean, I strongly believe that if you're passionate, you can achieve anything and everything under this earth. So uh, these are the three things which, uh, which have really helped me so far. That's a fantastic summary, Nikita. I love that statement. You wanted to learn something beyond making rangolis and that's how the MBA helped. That's a common misconception that uh, many people have and they don't understand the kind of work that is done by the HR fraternity. In fact, I've heard similar comments from um, a few of other HR leaders who have been part of TGV's journey. And in fact, they have also clarified many things in this aspect. All right. So it looks like you had a gamut of experience covering uh, diverse portfolios, diverse industries as well. One thing which I really loved in the three things that you mentioned is guidance and support from family, which you mentioned as first. Yeah, that is something which we often take it for granted. In fact, uh, yesterday I wrote a blog about the creation of new platform, the TGV mm-hmm. blogs and all. And in that, I've openly acknowledged saying that, uh, yeah, all these efforts behind TGV wouldn't have been possible or wouldn't have been possible without the family support because we spend a lot of efforts post our regular office hours and all and Mm -hmm. they have been foregoing me time with us definitely i think um, that's a very wonderful point we should stop overlooking whatever we are getting from the family in terms of the guidance and support and in addition to that we have to be grateful to them so thank you for bringing that and with that note let me talk about core of today's topic Performance appraisals. Of course, every organization has its own cycles. Talking about my experience, I worked for General Electric, mm-hmm. where we used to have something called as EMS. Mm-hmm. So EMS is nothing but employee management staffing. That's a phrase that we use for the performance appraisal discussion. And mm-hmm. it used to be so rigorous. Like we spent almost, we used to spend almost like uh, two to three months in preparing for the conversation preparing for the write-up and then getting Mm -hmm. it reviewed by the peer seniors and once you submit again you get some acknowledgement from your leader and then you get into the actual conversation so it it used to be a very rigorous process and Mm -hmm. by the time i exited g got into a mode wherein they said uh, no no to these performance appraisals in the sense Mm -hmm. uh, they they have moved to no ratings the ratings won't be published as such However, mm-hmm. based on the performance and based on some internal strength assessment kind of thing, the hikes or the raises used to happen. Likewise, mm-hmm. I have seen my own version of mm-hmm. uh, this performance appraisal and why it is important. But I would really mm-hmm. take this opportunity to, to unleash the topic of performance appraisals. Why is it so important for any organization? So maybe you can share a few nuances out of your experience. Sure, Naveen. Uh, Well, to start with, I would say that performance appraisals, when I say this particular term or when I say this particular word, so it's basically classified into three very important aspects. One is setting up goals for the employee. 
then the employee or the and the manager together goes through the entire process and then it ends on how do we improve our performance or how we, how do we upgrade our performance so these are the three important aspects of this entire process if you ask me personally it's a foundation brick for any organization its employees and why because if you don't have your goals set in place um, you would really do not know that what is it that you want to achieve out of your contribution in that organization and 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 on your career also as a whole also like i hear you you were mentioning about myths so uh, one myth that i would want to break over here is that usually when we hear the word performance appraisal or performance management the first thought that comes into anyone's mind is are salary hikes salary hikes this is the time that you know we are going to have hikes how much percentage should we get this time how much is what is the market doing let me see what work have i done which is worth so and so and the company is you know just giving me this much money so a lot of things comes into someone's mind around hikes well definitely increment promotions the redesignations these are all very important outcomes of this process uh, but like i said it's very important that uh, an individual has visibility on uh, about their targets their objectives or rather we could say the key performance indicators and once we get there of course you know there's a lot of work done in terms of uh evaluation understanding your behavior and the cultural aspects as well and link it through the performance appraisals so overall uh, to summarize it's important because it's a foundation brick for anyone's career and for the organization as well that's a super summary i would say it reminded me certain things often many people come to me and ask hey how do i contribute more and how do i be visible to the senior leaders i keep telling them like first why don't you relate uh, your work to the organization goals and objectives mm. what is the role that you are playing as an individual and how is it impacting the overall company's revenue of course at times somebody's work may or may not be related directly to the company revenue but what if you stop doing this work is it going to impact the organization in some way or the other right yeah thank you for clarifying about all the three steps that are involved right from setting up the goals and few organizations also have this uh, mid year appraisal kind of thing wherein you do a midpoint check to see how the employee is doing and at the same time organizations also i mean the leaders also clarify in terms of if there is a, any shift in the priorities so on and so forth yeah that has been a great set of thoughts so with that let's try to understand the history of performance appraisal discussions like how did it evolve Well while I was studying I actually was uh, surprised to hear and it's a very interesting history that the entire process has but um, just to just in a nutshell it actually started uh, or it actually commenced during world war 1 can you imagine back then people will were evaluated and they were asked to fill forms and uh, talk about what have they done uh, in the organization so far i mean uh, that was when i learned the fact imagine i still remember that that particular line till now that in world war 1 people had this facility talking about how it has evolved i think it has evolved tremendously from filling out forms manually to moving on to various kind of platforms and you know having a five point rating scale then probably a four point rating scale then uh, you know uh, just uh, sitting in a room and hearing from your manager what have you done to having a two way conversation 2 360 degree feedback 
you know learning from your peers how have you really performed so uh, i think there's a huge huge uh, the the process has evolved in a in a in a big way secondly i think um, apart from your professional development which is your objectives your kpis there's a lot of focus which this process is now working on on your personal development as well so today i nikita may be uh, an excellent professional or an outstanding person in achieving her objectives or kras or kpis but how is she in terms of you know her behavior how is she in terms of uh, following or adhering to the culture of the organization is she really a, a people's person is she really honest does she talks about integrity so a lot of emphasize emphasis is there from the organization on the way you conduct yourself in an organization so in fact 80% a lot of organizations do this that 80% of the overall score which you get out of which 80% is uh, weightage is given to your kpis and the rest of the 20% is given towards how your behavior is so that can be related to the cultural values the competencies which the role particular role has so um these are certain ways in which the organizations has evolved and like i spoke uh, 360 degree feedback understanding from your peers from your cross functional team members from your dotted line reporting managers everyone that you know how are you as an individual in fact in a lot of organizations while there are annual discussions which happens but you know they also see that you know how how have you really performed over the tenure that you've been in the organization so if i've been here for 2 years for 3 years how how have i evolved as an individual in my role in the organization so yeah that's that's a lot of evolvement that is happening and i'm sure it will keep evolving as we move to a fully digital era phenomenal summary i would say and it is stunning to note that this concept of performance appraisal comes during world war 1 i uh, good to know about that when you mentioned about the kpis as well as the behavior part of it it reminded me of something like it's not what you do it but how you do it right mm-hmm. whether you are an inclusive person mm-hmm. right and what has been your camaraderie with the team members how have you gelled well and uh, what are the challenges how did you overcome them and all yeah those things uh, come into picture and definitely they are going to add a lot of value and also help in deciding the final rating to someone with that let me move on to my next question leader plays a very critical role because leader is a face of the organization when it comes to these appraisal discussions so what will be your advice to those leaders who are conducting appraisal discussions to their employees what are some of the do's and don'ts that you would like to share there is a long list which we usually as hr professionals give to managers on this but i would highlight the top 2 3 aspects which are important to start with i think the basic expectation from any uh, team leader is to make this process a two way process i think it's very important that while the team member is working a lot and spending like you said two months three months a lot of time in you know self reflection and understanding their achievement i think the contribution of manager towards every team member should be the same they should definitely spend time personalize their feedback personalize is the keyword over here personalize their feedback for each and every individual because that will make a huge difference and impact for the individual who's getting the feedback 
a lot of folks feel that okay culture what should i write culture is so lengthy what lines should i write it we just copy paste it for everyone so that is where you need to personalize your feedback so that the employee feels that there has been a lot of efforts that are put by the manager a second thing kind of very common mistake which managers do uh, most of the times is hold on to their thoughts for the end of the year to have this conversation i always you know uh, motivate the managers to uh, have the discussions or give a feedback or give a recognition as soon as they feel that it is required you know that is very meaningful for, for the employee and for the manager one and second in the entire process when you start giving feedback uh then and there the whole conversation of this annual appraisal or a mid year appraisal becomes more meaningful otherwise if for the entire year imagine if i have to talk to you about your entire year both the parties even i and you will be so bored and we'll be like okay let's just get over it you give me what you have to give i will also just take what i have to take so let's bring meaning to this whole conversation third i think uh, it's very important for the manager to circle back or to discuss what has happened what was the action item from last time so i can say that okay nikita you have to improve in uh, you know your team collaboration in say 2019 april and then 2020 april there is no conversation it's been a year and no one knows have i really worked on collaboration or not so it's very important that i can have a 30 60 90 day plan with those uh, very beautiful documents uh, there in place with beautifully written in nice english but it's very important for a manager to come back and ask the employee that have you really done something about it so these are some important things which a manager should do and be practical be positive be realistic and uh, keep motivating your employees that's something which is very important <laughs> that was truly remarkable so talking about this uh, instant feedback completely resonate with you because in case if managers can provide in, uh, instant feedback right you never know the employee might adjust and might be able to do a uh, self reflection and come on to the right track immediately rather than waiting till the year end that is a very very important aspect and i strongly urge all the leaders to start practicing to provide the instant feedback in, in case if you are not doing already all right so with that let me flip the question and ask you what are the do's and don'ts from the employee perspective very interesting question and from from the employee's perspective i think this is one thing which i've already highlighted very first thing please 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 don't treat it like an treat that process as an opportunity to get a salary hike please do self reflection focus on your career progression what are your area of improvements you know it's very important that you document every everything in a very niche detail because then is that is when you can have a very meaningful conversation with your manager that's something which is extremely critical and uh, that's a very must to do for all the employees second thing is and this is again a, a bit funny when i talk about it but trust me everyone does this not everyone most of the people do this you have to be honest and real about your performance right so for example if you had to achieve xyz numbers and you have achieved xyz numbers then you will get a rating of 3 and that's a meets expectations 
but what usually the employees do is that they just feel that oh i had to achieve 10 and i have achieved 10 that's outstanding so that is where please be real folks if you had to achieve 10 and you achieved 10 that's something which you had to achieve so that's a meets expectations and uh, please do not just go and mark yourself os over there or don't expect that i've done something very extraordinary over there and um, like i said it's always not it's always not your manager who's responsible to uh, you know come to you and block your time to share the feedback you have the right to go to your manager at any point in time and you know know the who how what when and not just wait for the annual appraisal process these are the top 3 things that come to my mind when you say what are the do's and don'ts for the employees that was outstanding nikita i would like to add uh, my two cents here when it comes to the performance appraisal discussions as an employee or as a member in the team imagine as if you are going to stay in that company for your entire career then probably we can have a very prolific discussions and at the same time it will be very constructive for both the employee as well as leader and second part is set the expectations very clearly right from a uh, day one like let's assume you have joined the team newly or you have a new boss very first conversation you share your working style what you like what you don't like what is the frequency that you like to get feedback and all so as as you mentioned probably it is always advisable to seek feedback as early and as often as possible but be prepared like when it comes to feedback many times what i have seen is people take it personally it's not a personal feedback it is something which we have to take it in a constructive way mm-hmm. right it is always for the betterment of the individual like because everybody has uh, their strengths and development needs even the ceo or the head hr right they have their own strengths they have their own development needs and everybody starts working on it but when it comes to the development needs the early career professionals or those who have joined recently they think okay this is something negative no in case if somebody is really giving you a feedback to improve on something take it positively do a self retrospection and in case if you think not the same as what your leader has mentioned then probably you go with your data points and say okay this might be a wrong assumption from your side or it may be because of preconceived notion or whatever it is but be open because the more feedback that we seek and the more we work on the feedback the better we become so thank you for those amazing thoughts so far with that let me move on to my next question nikita how this performance appraisal process is different in other industries or domains from the it and ites sector because you have seen multiple industries and sectors so far so it would be great if you could add certain insights around this so uh, navin to be honest there are various approach through which organizations would want to come to a conclusion when it comes to performance management of employees right a lot of them follow a balance scorecard approach in fact most of them uh, still follow balance scorecard approach but i personally feel and what i've really witnessed is that a lot of this depends on the maturity of the industry that we are in one and the second is that you know uh, what is the impact that each role is creating in the organization is are there roles which can really make a huge difference or are there roles which which are you know 
or more of a office job and probably cannot come into a, a, the picture where they can make a huge difference in terms of uh, you know getting revenue for the organization so all of these factors are also very important apart from this i think what is the team size what is the complexity of the reporting which the employees have within the organization these are also some key factors when you kind of differentiate or bring in the performance process for your team so overall i would say that you know uh, the context of each organization that is the key and that makes the difference you want to define the process for uh, various sectors industries and organizations on a whole it's a quite an impressive summary and with that uh, let me move on to my next question nikita what are the trends that you foresee in this performance appraisal discussions when we are talking about ai ml and so on of course you may or may not touch the aspects of these uh, advancement in technology but overall what what is that you foresee so uh, navin like you mentioned uh, when we started this conversation right uh, many organizations they have started moving away from a forced ranking method to assigning ratings to the individuals directly or to the to the kind of projects that they are doing right they in fact have done away with the annual appraisals they just do regular check-ins and that is the way they they have increased the number of formal discussions you know between the leader and the employees so these are various uh, trends that have been changing in the process however overall if you ask me i see that you know the process is evolving and a lot coming forward there will be a there will be a big change in terms of how employees are i wouldn't say judged but the employee performance is noted by any organization uh, it's very important that the employees and the managers feel empowered they are enabled with the right kind of tool so that the overall vision is met so this is something which is very key so that you know this process can be uh, utilized in the right way and of course the success of the uh, process largely depends on how the managers and the employees take it whether they have the ability to have a healthy disagreement that's the very key word healthy disagreement amongst each other because that is how overall the organizations can grow uh, whether it's a niche organization or or it's a startup or a well well furbished for me the takeaway is uh, hel- having a healthy disagreement and of course enabling your managers and employees to kind of you know have a better discussion and yeah this reminded me of uh, a tool which we used to have at uh, adp wherein there were uh, weekly check-ins by the employees and employees mm-hmm. had an opportunity to provide free flow information in terms of what they liked most and mm-hmm. what has been loathed and all and also were they able to discuss the priorities with their respective leader during that particular week and all mm-hmm. so likewise every week employees are expected to fill this information and mm-hmm. towards the year end mm-hmm. this tool is going to generate certain reports and insights which will be helpful for the leaders in the appraisal process so that you don't have to formally fill again tons of sheets or forms in order to submit their accomplishments so on and so forth thanks for sharing those details so nikita it has been a terrific conversation so far but we would like to end this show on a high note okay let us add some spice to the episode by asking a few interesting rapid fire questions wherein i am going to 
shoot a few interesting questions and you can answer them very briefly like two mm-hmm. to three words or max one phrase if you are ready let's get started sure i mean uh, yeah i'm ready <laughs> wonderful that's the spirit with that let me move on to my first question out of the rapid fire nikita given a chance would you time travel to past or future I would uh, love to stay in present and I truly believe in present is a present so uh, my answer is present fair enough yeah what's better than being in present rather than dreaming or worrying about the past all right let's move on to the next one which other planet would you live if given a choice don't say earth again <laughs> i am going to say earth i love where i am i would stick to earth Okay, fair enough. I I guessed your answer. In fact, all right. So moving on to my next question. What has been your childhood fascination? Traveling. I am glad that I'm doing a lot of traveling, and uh, yeah, that's something which I really liked. Okay, here comes my favorite question, which I ask to majority of the guests. Okay, so what has been a question on your mind for which you never got an answer for? This is a very interesting question. I think uh, my answer to this will be I was reading something last night and hey and that's why this answer why are wives tagged as troublemakers I think there are no answers to this you know in one of the recent conversations one of the guests he said given a chance I would like to read a women's mind wow that is why <laughs> I said why why are wives tra- tagged as troublemakers interesting Great. all right <laughs> Let's move on to the last bullet out of the rapid fire. So, Nikita, what is one message that you would like to give to your own younger version? I think uh, reading, uh, reading is something which is very important, and uh, read, read, read is one thing which I want to give to my own younger version. <laughs> All right, that was a crisp and outstanding rapid fire. With that, let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation. So what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers? Well, I think uh, it's very important to have passion. We need to have a passion towards what we do. I think passion brings a sense of eagerness, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of happiness uh, when you come to work or do anything and that's what makes you special and different from everyone else. And um, uh, with passion, I would also like to add that we should do what we like and not what our parents like what our neighbors like and what our relatives like that is something which is very very important that's that's a big message that i want to give to a lot of uh, aspiring young folks out there what a coincidence mm-hmm. i also believe in this passion like if you are really passionate about what you are doing you don't feel like you are working the best example is our tgv we have started our journey about 18 months ago as a passion project but that is fueling us fantastic so nikita thank you so much for joining us today it was wonderful to hear your insights about performance appraisal discussions at large thank you for sharing those amazing insights and it was pleasure to have you being part of tgv's journey in shaping the lives and careers of millions across the globe Thank you so much Naveen for having me here and uh, like I said you are doing a great great job and I really hope that folks out there are listening and shaping up their careers in the right way Fantastic Thank you so much for the kind words and uh, pleasure hosting you
All right, so folks, today we discussed about performance appraisal discussions wherein Nikita has shared a lot of her perspectives and insights around the topic. And I have also shared a few of my insights. Definitely, I would like to listen from each one of you in terms of what are some of the best practices that your organization has been doing with regard to performance appraisal discussions. In case if you have tuned into this episode from YouTube, probably you can leave your comments or else you can visit any of our social media platforms and leave your comments related to this particular episode post. We'll look forward to get feedback from you as well as learn from each one of you. Thank you in advance. All right. So before we move into trivia section, again, here is a request to all of you. If you have loved this episode, just like I did, and if you have found it useful, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from our show. The guiding voice because the more you share the wider we reach and we get closer to our mission of reaching millions across the globe thank you so much in advance with that let's hop on to trivia segment of today's episode so folks today's trivia is about the cost of poor management and i picked this trivia based on our topic for today which was performance appraisal discussions so i know you might be thinking about what could be the cost of poor management but let me reveal you the answer in Gallup's state of the American workplace report, Jim Clifton, who is the CEO of Gallup, estimated that United States businesses are losing around 450 to 500 billion USD every year due to poor management, which means most organizations are operating with a 5 to 10% of productivity loss that better leadership practices could eliminate and you know it could be costing as much as whopping 7% of their total annual sales which is very big number without an advocate leader who is leading from the front even the best of the tools can't help i am sure you might be resonating with this that's why performance appraisals play a very critical role in terms of retaining the top talent who actually is running the show with that Let's conclude the episode today. Thank you so much for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. And we are signing off for today. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest. Bye.